0: actually gotten on a stage and told students in college, just remember like you're always selling.
1: My name is Meryl Dubrow, CEO of Mark Research. I'm a 35-year veteran of the research and insights community and the host of our podcast, On The Mark. On The Mark is focusing on executives and thought leaders in the world, sharing their insights, strategies, and personal experiences. I promise this podcast will be filled with tough, Pointed questions with real insightful and emotional answers. Today's guest is my good friend Jackie Weber, manager of consumer insights and brand licensing at the Wendy's company. Jackie, welcome to the On The Mark podcast. Thanks so
0: much, Meryl. Glad to be
1: here. Absolutely. So Jackie, let's, um, let's start with your, just your current job and responsibilities at Wendy's.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you mentioned, um, I'm currently a manager of Consumer Insights and in brand licensing. So I actually grew up at Wendy's through the Consumer Insights team. Um, I've worked on multiple different areas of the business, um, but right now um, I'm focused some areas that traditionally sit outside of marketing. So you can think about our digital space when it comes to our mobile, web, um, consumer, yeah, digital products. We look at um, franchisee satisfaction, we look at restaurant development, um, so some pretty like non-traditional type projects. But in addition to that, um, I've had the chance to work on a growth area both for myself as well as the Wendy's business to grow our presence in grocery retail through brand licensing. And I am super proud to have launched Wendy's first ever grocery retail product, Pringles Baconator, in June of this year. So we had some great partners at the Kellogg company and um, hope you'll start seeing some more Wendy's products at your grocery store soon.
1: Oh, that's so exciting. And I know we talked about that while you were doing that. Talk about the, you know, how that happened, right? Because Wendy's is an enormously large company to make changes and to take an idea from just an idea to kind of, you know, plant it right and then see it through execution is hard. Can you talk about some specifics on on, on the process? Of how you were able to accomplish that because that is exciting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it was not a project someone asked me to go do. Trying to go look at brand licensing, I actually think some of my consumer insight skills um, were naturally at play in my my regular life. I'm a person who enjoys going to the grocery store and seeing all different types of products there, and I was making some observations just in my normal shopping that a lot of our competitors. Uh, had products on the shelves. You'll see Taco Bell has a huge presence, um, Starbucks, McDonald's, um, both in the coffee section. And I started wondering, why isn't Wendy's playing in this area? It seems like we'd have a right to be there as well as some consumer passion to be there. So I did have a friend who worked in our finance department and uh, we were always trying to think of ways Wendy's could make more money. This one actually was one of our better ideas um, to see what could stick. So this started an after-work project for about a month, digging into the industry of of brand licensing, understanding the economic model of how that happens, um, so on and so forth. As I started writing the business case, the business case kind of started writing itself. Every every corner, it just seemed to be a win-win-win both for the Wendy's business, um, for partner companies, as well as um, our consumers and fans. So even though Wendy's had not played in the space before, um, I was able to demonstrate um, some value both um, in terms of dollars and and as well as consumer wins. Our leadership bought on and we continued on from there. And um, just so happens, yeah, we were approached by um, Pringles. And um, it's been an incredible partnership throughout all that.
1: That's, That's great. So when we talk leadership, nobody decides something like this at Wendy's without the top dog. And I mean, I don't mean the dog in a bad way. I mean, between, you know, unless the king or queen is involved, are we talking about the CEO is involved, the CMO, the president? What are we talking? How big a leadership are we talking about here? Who made the decision that you met with?
0: Yeah. So um, I personally met all the way up with the the CMO and then it was his responsibility to take it to our CEO as well as our board of directors. Wow. And ended up being um rather easy sell-in from from what I heard. And um, we've received really positive feedback since the product's been in the market.
1: That's great. Can you talk about revenue numbers or not? not? You can't do that. I know that's...
0: I can't do that. I wish. But I'll say we've, we've really enjoyed this experience.
1: That's great. No, that, and that's fair. And I know as part of your compensation, you're taking what? 3% of all top line growth. Is that safe to say as a bonus?
0: I mean, I'd love it. If you want to send some people some emails, I'd love it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, no, that's great. So, so let's talk about this. You know, back in the day, you actually interned at a supplier, right? Yes. But then you went client side. What's wrong with suppliers? That's the side I'm
0: on. I don't think there's anything wrong. So I'll first stop you there. I, I did have a chance to intern both on the supplier and client side um, of the market research business. And there's honestly things I liked about both. Um, what I liked about the supplier side was really getting into the execution of the research. So I was able to you know cut my teeth a little bit on checking data tabs, um, really um, proofreading surveys, Um, And just seeing how research works behind the scenes, um, it was also nice to work on a variety of different clients. I worked on some CPG, financial services, just all across the board. But before I decided on my full-time job, I also wanted to try the client side and see where I naturally fit and ultimately, I decided um, client-side for a few reasons. One, I found that um, while I do love research, I also am very curious in business broadly. Um, so it was really nice to be able to see project go from start to finish um, within one organization. And understand how my insights are impacting like broader business versus just kind of the, the one-off project. So that was something I I really enjoyed. I know we've talked about this before. Um, one of my biggest passions in life is horseback riding, and I have a certain you know income level to support that kind of uh, lifestyle. Um, so that was initially another thing that had drawn me to um, to the client side, but. Um, I've really enjoyed, you know, learning about business as a whole, and I'm still getting a lot of variety working on the client side as I think about my internal business partners. Doing a project with a more design-focused team is different than doing an analytics project with our finance partners, which is different than, you know, an ideation session with our culinary team. So even though I work on one brand, there are so many different aspects to each brand. I use an entire marketing research toolbox,
1: that's exciting. So, being a health nut, right? You know, I'm a healthy eater. And obviously, hamburgers and chicken and shakes sounds like a perfect job to me, right?
0: I mean, yeah, it is fun. I'll tell you what, people are much more excited to have focus groups about hamburgers and frosties than right. they were about auto accidents. So right. Right. that makes my job fun.
1: Now I will admit, having a frosty while you're driving, it's something I have not mastered yet. I can't do it. <laughs> it just gets too thick. It's way too thick. But what's the most rewarding part of you, other than being able to eat that type of food, probably – very often. What's the most rewarding part of your job?
0: Yeah. So honestly, um, one of the things I am most um, proud of is growing the people who have worked for me. And I know that might sound like a little non-traditional, but just um, I have through college, been a mentor. I am an older sister to a couple of siblings. um, So I've always kind of had this mentorship and growth mindset, but it's been so rewarding for me watching students, um, Most of our interns have been from the Michigan State Masters of Market Research Program, taking students from that program who, when they first come to Wendy's, you know, don't know all the rules about who to copy emails on in the workplace, to seeing them years later just flourish and be so confident in their roles. Knowing that I have been a part of that has been so incredibly rewarding for me.
1: That's great. No, that is, you know what? And we've talked about that a number of times. And I know you're really, really good at that. But let's stay with you for a minute. If I've said to you, Jackie, how have you grown? How have you matured as a business research professional in the past two years? What would your answer be?
0: I've grown the most as a researcher by becoming more of a general business practitioner. So to be a good insights person on the client side, you can't just stay within your silo of insights of this is the concept that performed the highest, therefore that is my recommendation. That's not going to fly. <laughs> what you need to understand is how the different business departments work, what are their constraints and restrictions, what are some of the challenges that they're facing. So when you're coming out with a, a recommendation, you know it's very well thought out and maybe something that's actually actionable on their end. So being able to understand the entire dynamics of a business from yeah, the finances to the supply chain to our restaurant operations has really enabled me um, to be a better researcher and then also a better coach to those um, who are in the building.
1: That's great. How big is your team?
0: So our insights team in total is about 12 people. But on the team that I manage, there are three of us.
1: Great. So if I talk to, give me the initial of one of them, the, in, the first initial of one of them. A. Great. A. And I got A on the phone yesterday and I said, A, can you do me a favor? Sure, Meryl. Can you give me five words to describe Jackie? What five words would she say?
0: Um, I think she would say approachable. I've made it very clear to the team that I want them to ask questions supportive. They know even if I push them out of their comfort zone at the end of the day, I, I'm here to support them and you know give them the air cover and coaching that they need. I would say detail oriented. And this has been a challenge for me just because I, I am an insights person to begin with. Um, I tend to like to really focus on the details and then connected um, I find that I know a lot of people across the Wendy's business and have really expanded my network outside of just the marketing department. I would like to say fun. I think we've created a a fun team culture um, where we're supportive of each other. We enjoy our weekly check-ins and it's just a very uh, positive team to be a part of.
1: That's great. That's great. Those are good words, actually. And and I know um, if I did get A on the phone, you probably would be right on three or four of them, which is nice. Hey, Jackie, what's the hardest part of your job?
0: The hardest part of my job is getting everything done and prioritizing. Um, As a business, we have a lot of ideas in a lot of different areas we want to go attack, um, but limited resources. Um, So trying to find that right balance of getting all of the the projects done um, and also maintaining a a good life outside of work has has been a challenge. Um, But at the end of the day, I I love my job and um, it keeps me very motivated.
1: That's great. Give me the most important... And obviously, you went to Michigan State. You know, you know I'm involved in, in the program as well. And I know you're obviously a very important person on the board um, at the MSMR program in Michigan State. What was the most important learning that you took from that experience?
0: Yeah, I think... Um, so there's two. One, just from the actual school part, I got a really great grounding in technical competency in the marketing research space. But more important than that is I took away the importance of having a network. Um, To this day, my best friend in the world is someone I met through the MSMR program. And then continuing to stay involved with that program, I've met wonderful people um, such as yourself. Um, You never know who you're going to run into. You never know when someone's going to be able to help you or you're going to be able to help them down the line. But being able to have access to a network of people who are passionate about the same things that you are, was a, um, a huge uh, learning from the MSMR program.
1: That's great. That's great. You want to shout out to your friend, your BFF?
0: Yeah, her name is Emily Shepard, and she works at Directions Research um, out of Cincinnati. She's actually an amazing person. She's one of these special people who can work in both a left brain and right brain. So she understands the research, hardcore analytics, but the way she's able to visualize and tell the stories is very unique, and she's very talented in that area. So hi, Emily.
1: (laughs) Hi, Emily. There you go. There you go. Give her a little shout out. I love that. I love that. You know, I would say, I would suggest when I, when I do a lot of presenting at um, universities and also at conferences, I always say everybody's in sales mm-hmm. and people shake their head. They look at me like I'm goofy. They walk out of the room. They throw stuff at me. Thankfully, I duck. It doesn't hit me. And, and the reason I say that is because they're selling either themselves to get a job, they're selling a product or service, or they're selling an idea. To a colleague, to their boss, to a leadership team. Do you agree with that? I mean, is that something you'd have to learn over time as well that everybody is in
0: sales and really understand that and put that in motion? I 100% agree with you. And um, I think in the past, I've actually gotten on a stage and told students in college just remember, like, you're always selling. You're always selling yourself. You're always selling your ideas, um, no matter where you are. And you might not in the moment think of it as selling, but when you're up there sharing your research results with a brand team you're hoping to impact, yeah, you're selling. Um, You're trying to change their minds. So I'm with you. And if everyone boos you off the stage, I will stand up and clap for you.
1: Oh, nice. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, you may not want to get too close if they're throwing like peaches or apples. Hey, obviously we're in the middle of this pandemic. um, And I say in the middle because actually, it's September as we talk about this. I, I don't think we're in the middle of it yet. I don't think we've hit the middle yet. But give me a learning from somebody who, you know, is, is is still young in their career. I mean, you're still looking up in your career. Give me a learning for COVID-19 for you.
0: A learning from COVID-19 for me is it just highlights the importance of hiring good people who you can trust and rely upon. I am so grateful for the team that I have at Wendy's that I knew when we transitioned from the office, I wasn't going to have to worry about performance. Um, I wasn't going to have to you know, micromanage, but I trust both of these women to do an amazing job. And they did just that. Um, but if I did not have the amazing talents of them, uh, it would have been a harder transition. So it just highlighted to me um, And Wendy's broadly too, just the type of people that we hire, um, really talented, hardworking, trustworthy people that no matter what life throws or what flexibility you need, um, we'll be there to perform and support the business.
1: That's great. So so you've been at Wendy's for six, six and a half years. You've been promoted a couple of times, right? What's your next promotion to? And where do you hope this comes? If I said to you, hey, listen... Jackie, you're going to be at Wendy's for the next 31 years or 31 years in total. Where, where do you want this to go? Do you want to? Do you want to kind of segue into marketing? Do you want to go into brands? Do you want to run some product lines? Do you want to be the CMO? I mean, what do you think the path is for you?
0: Yeah, I am interested in um, broader business. Um, I think if I had to say, like right now, what would I want? I think there is a, a huge opportunity for Wendy's in this brand licensing space, um, both in terms of revenue um, as well as reach into new channels and providing our customers and fans another way to interact with us that we're perhaps not capitalizing on today. So um, I see that as a a huge part of the business, but um, I'm an insights girl to begin with and insights is at my core. um, So I know I'd be happy doing that as well. So um, I'm still working through some of those details. There's a lot of things that interest me, but I'm still trying to nail down what is my ideal next step.
1: Okay, that's great. You know, as a supplier, we hear all the time from a lot of our clients, Oh my God, you guys got to be, suppliers need to be better storytellers. You really need to weave in the story. You need to be better at at making the, the presentation and the data jump off the page. Have suppliers made any progress with this? How good are suppliers at telling stories? Or is this a lost cause and we really haven't made much progress?
0: No, I think there definitely has been progress made even over, I guess, the eight years that I've been in Insight's. And I think um, one of the places I'll point to is a lot of the um, like automated tools, especially online, like you're familiar with Zappi's platform. I mean, they've taken great strides to make sure their platforms are very visual, easy to understand, and quick to access your information. Um, those types of marketplaces and suppliers did not exist eight years ago. Um, so I think especially in like the do-it-yourself research base, they've done an amazing job. I would also say the suppliers I work with on a regular basis, more of the traditional suppliers, um, also continue to make progress. I think about the ones I work with uh, on a regular basis, both visually um, as well as storytelling-wise. I've seen progress. I, it's not a lost cause. Different companies are at different places. But the best suppliers are the ones who are interested in listening to your feedback and I continue to see our, our best partners incorporating along the way.
1: That's great. Let's end with this, Jackie. What's success to you?
0: I think success to me goes beyond professional. Success in my life will be I'm at a place where I'm having a, a fulfilling career, a fulfilling personal life and able to um, be the person that I want to be um, to the important people in my life and having the time to be yeah responsible and a participate, living my life to the fullest, I think is uh, success.
1: Well, Jackie, as, as always, I can't thank you enough for your time today. Thanks again for listening. This is the On The Mark podcast. My name is Meryl Dubro and have a great day.